Everybody wants to rule the world, and you should too, your own world. Week number 60, keepthechange.co.nz, money mail lesson number 60. We are deep, deep, deep into it now, and a very, very important one for you, and I suggest you listen to this a couple of times, and and really, especially if you're in an employed role, uh, and even business owners, you guys want to be thinking about the wage pressures that you are going to face. So a very practical and this is one lesson that if you can grasp this at the moment, uh, you can potentially change the income level of your household and try to get your head around it. Of try to put it together as simply as possible so that anyone can understand. So let's dig in and see what all the fuss is about. The subject was, are you getting paid what you're worth? Now, in my accounting practice, we have been having conversation after conversation with business owners and HR experts about finding staff. Anywhere you go at the moment, if you ask people what is the biggest problem they're having, especially in business, they will say, finding bloody people and finding good ones. Now, business owners tell us that finding staff is proving extremely testing. Labour supply has been restricted with our borders being closed That means fewer workers coming to New Zealand. The HR experts tell us that every placement is met with a counteroffer from the current employer. What does that mean, you ask? Well, it means that people are going for jobs and when they get an offer, they then go to resign from their current job and their employer offers them more money to stay. Often, when people are offered more money, uh, they will choose to stay as well. It's just a bit of human nature there. So some big corporates are offering large pay increases to keep staff from moving to competitors. The simple solution for most employers is to offer staff more money, hoping that they will stay. People enjoy progress and progress in income is no different. They are tempted by the higher pay. We know that house prices are rocketing up. Our prized position and goal in New Zealand of home ownership means people go after pay rate to, to be in line with ability to achieve their goal, buying a home. What that means is as house prices go up, people are thinking, oh, I don't feel like I can buy one of this level of income. I need to be paid more. So that's what people are often chasing is a income in line with the ability to pay or uh, pay their mortgage or pay for a new home. We can look to the banks to see what their economists predict. Take it with a grain of salt as always. On this one from ANZ, they say that the economy is rapidly approaching full employment. What the hell is full employment? Full employment is when everybody that can work has a job. ANZ think unemployment will drop from 4.7% to below 4% by 2023. This would be a new 16-year low. So we're not just talking right, right here and right now. We're talking right through to 2023. And that's why it's important for you to understand these concepts because you're chasing education. You're not tuning into some shitty Netflix show or someone teaching you how to use an iron or something or pushing the latest bloody product from Kmart, you are trying to improve your education and use it to your advantage. And so understand this stuff because there will be people that simply don't care and that is not your fault, that is their fault and you should use this this education to empower you to make better decisions. Let's look at ASB, another big New Zealand bank. They've said, a difficulty of finding labour and labour as a limiting factor are at record highs already. Labour turnover surged in quarter two, evidence that firms are now poaching staff from each other. Well, what does that mean for you and I? 
employers can expect wage pressure from their staff. Remember the HR experts' experience from the top? The noise on this is getting louder, so much so that I nearly sent this out to you on Monday. I've been toying with uh, writing about this and how to explain it really succinctly so that people could understand it and go away and take some action. And um, then I started to see it popping up in different parts of the media and people writing about it and talking about it. I'm like, shit, uh, the noise is getting louder. I need to get this information to you. So you need to pay attention to it as there may be an opportunity to speak to your employer and see whether there is room for you to be paid more. You need to think about your last pay rise. Remember previously I've said that your biggest asset is yourself and this is, this, this is the sort of environment where you need to remember that. Of course, just because something is scarce doesn't make it good. However, scarce labour means more com- competition which usually means a bigger cost to secure that labour. Don't approach your employer without a well thought out story as to why you deserve to be paid more. Try to understand what will help them as an employer and what they are trying to achieve with their business. No employer enjoys a staff member threatening them that they will leave if they don't get paid more. You need to be actually valuable to your employer to be paid more in value. Have an honest conversation with yourself first. Are you worth more in this labour market? Of course, you could always approach similar employers and ask them what your skill set and experience is worth to them or whether they are hiring. From what ASB said, that is happening a lot, so the chances are they are also looking for good labour. ANZ also reported that job vacancies had risen way above pre-COVID levels. This is across every industry. The total number of job vacancies is well above previous record highs. What that means is people are listing jobs and have job vacancies, but they can't find the people to fill the jobs. We are in interesting and unusual economic times. I'm pretty sure I've told you that a number of times, but we still certainly are. I suggest you spend some time thinking about how you can become more valuable to your current or future employers. Time to have that brave conversation. P.S. You're one of 3,986 recipients. Did you know that if your bank fails, your money is not safe? The government will guarantee up to $50,000 of your funds. This will move to $100,000 in the near future, protecting over 9 out of 10 Kiwis. So a lot of people think that the money in their bank, oh, it's the safest place to put it. Yeah, that's what you get taught. Oh, yeah, buddy, put it in the bank, real safe. Well, if, the, if your bank shits the bed, they don't necessarily have to pay you. Sorry, we can't afford to. We've lost your money. Oh, I thought the bank was the safest place to put my money. I mean, technically, you can argue that uh, it could be very hard pressed to lose that money, but say your bank went under and everyone went at one time to get their money, potentially <coughs> you're not going to be able to get paid it. But the government will guarantee $50,000 of your funds. So if you had uh, 500 grand in there, well, they would uh, say, well, tough luck, about your 450, but here's 50 grand, off you go. So that's going to be increased to $100,000 and needs to be moved soon. But pretty scary for people and something that I'd imagine a lot of people don't know. But back to our email, and this is something that is taking place right now and is getting louder and louder as it becomes harder and harder to find staff. And it doesn't look like the pressures that are creating this are going to change. House prices continue to sort of sit at record levels that uh, we haven't seen for a long time, or we've never seen before, and our borders don't look like they're going to be 
opened anytime soon and a flood of new people come into uh, all of the industries that require new labour. So this is not something that I want you to take advantage of and you go and take advantage of your employer and blackmail them and be like, oh, I'm going to leave if you don't pay me more. I think that's a shit attitude. And I think the better approach is to understand how come you are valuable to your employer and to the business and to the environment that you work in and and go and test that, you know, go and ask another potential employer, hey, what does someone of my skill set and experience, you know, what what do they get paid in your environment? Because you might find out very quickly that there is a, a difference there and you can then make a decision as to whether you speak to your current employer or whether you look to jump ship or who knows what you want to do. But, you know, if you are good at what you do, you are in a good position because this is a time where there is a lack of supply of good good quality labour. So good quality labour commands uh, a better price. Something that, no doubt, you're starting to see other people talk about and of course talking is good but what is better and that is of course action what are you actually going to do about this the call to action in the email was to actually think about what makes you valuable to your employer and then we finished it off by saying have a brave conversation it's not always easy to have those types of conversations with our employers because we're not really well taught how to do them and it can be scary but remember Keep it transactional, have a conversation, keep your emotions at the door. You don't need to feel little and think, oh, it's about money and therefore I need to bring all this emotion into it. Have a transactional conversation. Ask questions, be well prepared, have some data, have some things back, you know, that you can back up of why you bring tremendous value to your employer and to your boss and and to the business that you work for. And always remember that a business, no matter how big or small, is trying to achieve something for somebody. A massive business, for instance, trying to drive profit through to their shareholders. If you can get closer to what brings in the money, then potentially you have a better opportunity to ask for more money. Try and understand what it is that your business is achieving for people ask those questions hey what else could I be doing is there anything I could be doing differently to help this business succeed no one asks those type of questions because we don't get taught to but those are the things that business owners and the people running businesses are thinking about shit how do we run this better better uh, run this business better make more money uh, achieve the things we need to become more efficient do things faster save on costs get closer to new suppliers, to new consumers. If you can start to solve some of those problems as well, you become more valuable. So don't just think about your job as being your job. I know that this information may not apply for everybody and it might not feel applicable to you, but do some thinking in this space because judging by what the highly paid and very, very smart economists of ASB and ANZ are telling us, this moment in time is not going away for a while. So we want to make sure that we are well prepared for it and not just following the crowd and getting left behind. All right, 60 lessons 
done and dusted. Well done for continuing to tune in. Thank you for sharing. And I've seen a number of you posting things on social media and tagging us, so it's good to see. Um, please, if you would like to, that would be amazing to help us get this in front of more people and help 100,000 people get better at financial literacy. All right. I will see you at week number 61.